All right, guys, welcome in. It is Brad with College Sportscast, and I am here to do tonight our combo show of the weekend wrap-up of the last week and the Big Fuss show for week 23. guys welcome back it is brad with college sportscast jason harrison is set to join me um hammonds is not so i'm not sure i've got jason here but he's having trouble with his video it seems jason can you hear me go to go to other one Go to, go to the bathroom. Can you hear me, man? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, hold I on. can hear you. I can't see you, but that's I good. Know you said, Scott. Scott. It's a bathroom right here. Yeah. All right. He's got kids got a family, all that good stuff. So I'll wait for him for just a minute. Yeah, I don't I know why. I'm trying to I'm trying to fix that camera. I don't know. It didn't yeah. come on with it. I'm not sure, man. I know you hear me, though. So we're going to Yeah, yeah, I got you. I can hear you. Yeah. Touch so I've got baby. Jason Harrison with me. Um, and John Hammonds is not going to be on tonight. So it's just going to be me and Jason. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I've had a really busy two or three days. And today I rushed in to watch the Kentucky game that just ended about 10, 15 minutes ago. And I have not had the time to usually prep like I normally do. Um, so I have not prepped for this show quite like I normally do. Now Jason looks like he's running through some <laughs> some screens here on, on on here with us but i still don't see him I, st <laughs> I can see the screens but i can't see him you see what i'm saying so i'm i'm, I'm trying to figure it out right quick i i'm not real sure what's going on man man i don't know the screen i don't know if the screen is i didn't touch anything I might got too much stuff up. Well, I'll just jump into some uh, some stuff. So I got to cover the women's game on Sunday. We did not do our weekend wrap-up show. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the stuff that happened over the weekend and kind of wrap things up from last week. Plus, we'll get into a couple of uh, stuff for our Big Fuss show that we normally do. But uh, we'll probably do an abbreviated version of this show tonight. 
um, because we have not prepped like we normally do. I know I have not got to prep like I normally do for this show. And Hammonds is um, out because Kentucky just lost and <laughs> didn't look very good tonight. Uh, but that's, you know, it that's, happens. That's the road life. That's the road I, life. I mean, yep. Yeah. And, you know, it happens. It's not what any of us wanted to see tonight. Uh, but um, Jason and I have talked about it several times since Jason's been back with me. The road life in the SEC or any of these big conferences, for that matter, is tough as nails. And South Carolina has played us tough. They have now won four of the last seven games versus Kentucky. Um, including knocking us off last year in Rupp Arena. So, um, you know, you have to give them credit. They had, you know, they they are a great, honestly, a great defensive team. And tonight they knocked down shots and they were at home in front of the, a rowdy crowd and they knocked down shots. So, you know, you have you have to give them a little bit of credit. I think Jason's trying to work on his video. I'm not sure why his video is not coming on. I think he's trying to work on his video, so maybe Jason will get back with me. But I did get to go to Rupp Arena on Sunday. I'll talk to talk to you guys a little bit about that. I am now a media credentialed with Greenville Sports Media, and I am covering women's college basketball, and I got to go to Rupp Arena. They played Missouri SEC game on Sunday. They come away with a big home court win. Um, Kentucky is, I think, one game under 500 now. I think they're 9 and 10. Kyra Elsey has them playing pretty well at home. They, I think they are 9-2 and two on the year at home, but they have no wins outside of the friendly confine of their home environment, um, and that includes road and neutral courts. Uh, but hopefully they can change that because this week they play two road games. They play Arkansas and Alabama this week on the road, be two tough games. Uh, but you can find articles that I write, greenvillesportsmedia.com. Check them out, doing some coverage of the women's Kentucky Wildcats. And I am very happy to say that I was invited uh, to be a media credential with them, and I get to cover them, and I am doing the home games as of right now. Um, so check out all my articles on Kentucky. You can also find me on Twitter at Brad CS cast there on the screen. And I do some tweeting and, and stuff about uh, the Kentucky women's team as well. Um, they played really well on Sunday. Maddie Shear had 19 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Um, and um, Russell, um, Ania Russell really led the team with 20 points, had seven rebounds, played really well. Uh, Asia Petty, Asia Petty actually 
um, had a double double with 10 points or 12 points and 10 rebounds as well. So, uh, and Sonia Tyler had double figures with 10 points, a couple of big three pointers to start the second half and, uh, had 10 points as well. So they played well and won 76, 71 over Missouri. Um, and they are now sitting at two and three in the sec and nine and 10 overall. So, um, that's the reason why I did not have the show on Sunday and why I am with you here today. You can also go to homefieldapparel.com. Um, and there's over 180 teams to choose from. They have a lot of new drops. They had some new drops with UCLA and Nevada and Arizona um, in the past seven days. You can check out some new stuff there. But you can find some really cool retro logos, mascots, some throwback teams, and get in the team spirit and your team spirit, your favorite team spirit. Just use our code CSCAST for a 15% discount. All right. I'm not sure. I know Jason's was working on it. So I will start with college basketball polls. Um, new poll come out yesterday. UConn is still ranked number one. Um, and this is their second week ranked at number one. Purdue is number two. Purdue comes in at number two. UNC moves to three. They went up one spot to three. Houston moved up a spot to four. Tennessee moved up a spot to five. Kentucky moved up two spots to six before tonight's game. Um, Kansas fell four spots to seven. Auburn moved up five spots to eight. Auburn is playing really, really well in the SEC. The only undefeated team still in the SEC. They are sitting at 5-0 and before tonight's games, and I'm not sure when they play again, to be honest with you. I think they are off midweek this week, Auburn is. Arizona moved up three spots to nine. Illinois comes in four spots higher at 10 that is your top 10 for this week. Oklahoma 11, Duke 12, uh, Wisconsin 13, Marquette 14, Baylor 15. That is your top 15. Dayton moved up five spots to 16. Um, they are setting at 15 and 2 as of yesterday when the poll comes out, came out. Creighton is 17. Um, Utah State is 18. Memphis fell nine spots to 19. Texas Tech um, is 20. BYU is 21. FAU, Florida Atlantic is 22. Iowa State is 23. Colorado State is 24. And New Mexico slides in the poll um, this week their first week and slides in at 25. New Mexico is 16 and three out in the mountain West and been playing some really good ball for Richard Patino 
um, check them out. They have gardens by the name of House, and they also have uh, Jamal Mashburn Jr. Uh, you can check them out. New Mexico is playing some really good ball out in the Mountain West. Hey, look at there. I can see Jason Harrison. Man, look, I had to realize that my wife, you know, being the smart lady that she is, I have the laptop open. She always thinks somebody's going to be watching me or doing something. Came and just closed my little camera. And I wonder what's <laughs> going on. Closed the top. I'm like. Oh, at the top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said it. I knew it was on your end. I knew it wasn't on my end. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So I just ran through the the new AP poll this week for college basketball. Uh, you know, we've got some teams that have been playing really well. I talked about Auburn. I mean, they go ten deep. They have been. I mean, they they. And when I say ten deep, they have ten guys that are averaging between twenty four and sixteen minutes a game. And Man, they, I, they, they 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 mollywopped Ole Miss. This uh, weekend. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, they've just been playing really, really well. They moved up to eight in the polls this week. I thought it was five. No, they're eight in the AP poll. No, I was, you're, right, I you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It was yeah. uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee was five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wanted to give Auburn a lot of credit. They've been playing some really good ball. They have. Um, now, I will say this, man, With when it comes to Auburn, they have zero quad one wins. They're 0-2 in the quad ones. So, you know, I still have a little bit of question marks on them mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I still feel like, you know, let's wait and see when they go up against some of these, you know, I don't know. Higher, higher net ranked teams, at least. Their schedule is pretty favorable right now for them. Yeah, you know, I don't think they yeah. get into the meat and potatoes of their schedule just yet in the SEC. So yeah. they, they're yeah. about to get tested. They're about to get tested. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying that they're not. They've been playing really well, and I'm impressed by the way they play. But you know, that's just one team um, that they do not have any quad one wins yet. Mm -hmm. And my question is this, when it comes to them real quick, they have zero quad one wins. They're actually 0-2. They don't have any bad losses, nothing like that, okay? They're 16-2 mm -hmm. mm -hmm. before, before the uh, – before as of yesterday, they're 16-2. But with no quad one wins, I think they're 5-0 in quad two, top, quad two wins, I think. But they've raised them up. They are sixth in the net rankings. Mm. How does somebody get sixth in the net rankings and have zero quad one wins and be 0-2? Yeah. I don't understand that. Well, your guess is just as good as mine now. I don't really understand that one. But, uh, you know, the teams at the top, UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, have been playing really well. Houston has rebounded off of their tough week a couple of weeks ago and have bounced back and won some Big 12 games now. They lost two on the road a couple of weeks ago. They are 16-2. and two. Um, Tennessee is looking like a, a really, really good team, and they, are, and they are fifth. Now, Kentucky is sixth. You know, 
they had been playing really well. Now they run up with a buzzsaw tonight. South Carolina has played tough all year long. Um, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. And they just honestly, I mean, it, it was as a Kentucky fan, it was pretty shocking for us to look that bad on offense when we have such an explosive offense. But any given night, offensively you can struggle and 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 they certainly did tonight. So uh you gotta pack your defense. You got to pack pack your defense on the road in the SEC. You got to. Yeah. There's no well, if, I mean, ends or plus about it. And South Carolina shot really well, hit like 11 or 12 three-pointers. They've only been averaging like five, five and a half, something like that. And, I mean, they shot really well on top of that, and Kentucky just didn't shoot. I think that might be the lowest. I think we, I think we hit four three-pointers tonight, which might be the lowest that we've hit all season. Yeah, I caught, uh, I caught a little bit of it. Uh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to uh, see it as much as I wanted to see it because uh, I was doing homework. And then I was trying to catch my old high school, and I'm watching them. They're getting beat 64-39. But uh, South Carolina's playing very well. I'm telling you what, what, what's going on. He 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 really has something going on down there in South Carolina. I think that he uh, has done a great job of, of building in the portal. You got to think about that. He did a great job building the portal. Kept some guys that um, that were key for his uh, uh, returners, and then you know when you mix in a good group, man, he and they're really connected. To me, they're just, they're they are the dark horse coming out of the SEC right now. They play well. They're big. They're physical. Uh, they match up well. They had a, a stretch four who really can shoot it. Who really can shoot it? Like I say, that I mean, it's, it's one of them games. But kind of like Josh, Josh just said, it was a bad game. You're gonna have bad games. I mean, offensively, guys. I mean, you know, with Kentucky tonight, they just didn't have it. I mean, outside of Reeves and Dillingham, Mitchell played decent down low. Had had double figures. But, I mean, I don't think anybody else on the team scored more than two or three points. Nobody. Mm. <laughs> Nobody. And offensively, like, they just couldn't hit nothing. And I can tell you this, I didn't look at the final stat sheet, but at halftime, outside of Robert Dillingham, outside of one player, the yeah. rest of the team was six of 24 from the floor. That's bad, man. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, they just – they couldn't hit nothing tonight. So, you know, I mean, that happens. And hopefully they will go to Arkansas because that's where they go next for another tough road game and bounce back this weekend in front of college game day. I think think they will – I, I think they, they, they'll beat Arkansas. They'll beat Arkansas. Now, it's going to be a tough one because that crowd is going to be rocking. Uh, and it's going to yeah, be one of those situations. Game day is going to be there for the, fir- the first one of the season. They're going to be there. Yes, and, it's the first they, they, time they've ever been to Bud Walton Arena as well. So Yes. So, the, the, that's what the game's going to be rocking. Um, yeah. uh, so, they're going to have to be 
They'll have to grow up very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. They will, 100%. We're going to find out. I I have said, I, I'm, in, I'm in a group. Josh is one of them that's with us here tonight uh, in the chat. Um, I'm in a group, and I told everybody this is going to be a week. We're going to find out if Kentucky really has something. And of course, tonight was a stinker, so yeah. they can't. They can't drop two if they're if they're really going to be a a challenger. So they've got to bounce back and bounce back quick and and go and win a, in a tough environment um, on Saturday. So um, another really real quick, I'll, I'll go to some college sports news and I want to bring this in just because I want to see what you say about it. Okay. Um, I I seen today where Uga ten. Passed away today or last night. It was either today or last night, uh, which is the live dog mascot, bulldog mascot for the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't know that. I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you you had me over here by looking at my phone like, what did I miss? I didn't get a chance. <laughs> You know what my my dream uh the funny part is my dream dog is was a bulldog i always wanted a bulldog only dog that i really got was a pit bull um but uh yeah that's i i hate it you know because i know a lot of people are avid uh dog lovers animal lovers yeah. in general and anytime that a dog that is thrust, because I know they have them year in and year out, dogs yeah. that are thrust into the spotlight, man, you know, they're, they're love, so, like part of the family. So, I mean, 10 is the all time winningest live mascot. Wow. For Georgia football, by the wow. way. Wow. Um, so, my question to you, and I don't really know that much about bulldogs, but apparently do the, do the, like they have a short lifespan because it seems like it seems like the last one just passed away like four or five years ago if if that man i don't know i, I know they're very human like they're expensive <laughs> they snore <laughs> yeah. and they're good but they're good dogs they're good dogs from what i understand but yeah yeah something i had a partner uh i had a friend of mine who used to have two and his two did pass away uh, yeah. so yeah, so you, you I'm, I'm thinking, I don't, I mean, I, and I don't know this, but if somebody's on with me and knows or whatever, I just was wondering what their, you know, if their lifespan for a bulldog was like way shorter than some dogs or, or what, I don't really know. All right. So I'm going to hit a couple of people, Robert Rhodes. Hello. Um, uh, Jason or Josh is asking Jason, do you have any eligibility left? <laughs> man listen nah <laughs> hey hold on i might have a grad you know they're getting these grad transfers i might have yeah. a grad year left but you i wouldn't be <laughs> jason's gonna ask for a covid year hey a co covid and a grad transfer a year you know what i'm saying <laughs> i didn't get grad transfer we had grad transfer back then it would have been know. something i know that would have been very true, man. That's very true. <laughs> Kentucky absolutely gets everybody's A game. 
I've said that all along. All of these road games are going to be tough. Josh, you are the one that I've been one of them that I've been telling this. Like, there's none of these games that's going to be easy. They're going to have to earn these victories. And tonight, they just didn't play well enough to earn a victory. Um, Robert, Arkansas, I hope Kentucky does go and beat Arkansas. It's going to be a huge bounce back game for them on Saturday. Um, so we will see. All right. So I'm going to get to us to the scoreboard. So for tonight, hang on, I'm in the wrong. All right, tonight's games, finals, Dayton has beaten LaSalle 66-54. to South Carolina defeats Kentucky 79-62. Uh, Texas beats number 11, Oklahoma, 75-60. Duke wins at Louisville 83-69. And Wisconsin survives... Minnesota 61 to 59. Wisconsin is ranked 13 as well. Right now at halftime, Creighton is behind one point to Xavier at home, 39 to 38. Michigan is leading Purdue 34 to 21 with 321 left in the first half. And Houston is leading BYU by one, 33 to 32, <laughs> with two minutes and 47 seconds in the first first half Man. left in that game. And, and you know why I'm laughing because we it's what we talked about. When when you leave a conference and you go yeah. into a conference, kind of like Kentucky, and it's true, Kentucky's getting everybody shot. It's 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 the championship game against Kentucky because of the program. Houston, they had a mystique. They were year in and year out. They were one of the top teams in the country. And you focus. They're getting everyone's best shot because they know they're top 20, they're top 10 team at any, any point in time in the year. They're top, at least the top 10, sometimes yeah. number one, two, three, four, all the way down to 10. And they know if you get a, it, that increases your chances of getting to that dance by beating Houston. Yep, absolutely. Last night's games, there was two top 25 games last night. North Carolina whooped um, Wake Forest 85-64. to 64, And Kansas survived at home 74-69 against Cincinnati. Last good game, night. good game, good game. That was a good game. I, I kind of watched some of that. It's like all these games are going to be going down to the wire now, man. It's you know, I'm looking at TCU right now, who has been giving everybody fits. They're down 16 to Oklahoma State right now. You know, yep. on the road, on the road. So, I mean, sometimes you just have to weather the storm. And if you have a good team, good teams play defense on the road to get back into it. All right, guys. I am going to move to a couple of no-fly zone segments here. And my first one, 
is court storming. It actually happened tonight in Columbia. Um, and there was actually time left on the clock. And South Carolina was dribbling out the clock with about six, eight, ten seconds left. And Cal, and Cal called his players in and they ran off the court before the clock actually ended because there was a court storming going on. And I'm bringing this up because, Jason, I don't know if you noticed, but over the weekend, um, I think it was on Sunday, Ohio State beat Iowa in women's college basketball. And Caitlin Clark got hit and run and, and knocked down by some court storming people. Um, and there's been kind of a buzz about it this week because Caitlin Clark's more than likely the best player in women's college basketball and the likelihood that she could get hurt and stuff like that is coming up and people are talking about it. I wanted to know what is your, what is your thoughts? What do you, do you think something needs to be done about court storming that has not been done? To, to be honest, I think that is a, such a college tradition that we have to be careful about what we do right there. And in her position, the angle, the, the second angle I seen was she kind of ran into the fan. She thought the fan, the fan had actually, they actually had actually was going to run past her. I think she was shocked by seeing someone and threw her arms out to protect herself. But you see what I'm saying? And it was a good thing about she it. Did. I know she wasn't hurt. She wasn't hurt like that. I think she was, you know, uh, um, I think she was just shocked and she fell. Fortunately, she's not going to be hurt. But no, I think I mean it's it's tradition. It's, it's it's tradition. I don't I don't I don't think it should be outlawed. Cause you know, think about it. That's that's a way to get camaraderie with the school. Court storm. That's the way to do it. But if you haven't won like that before, you're going to want to experience a court storm. I think I've had a couple, but I mean, I think most people. And I'm going to watch me. I'm going to play devil's advocate. You hadn't heard about this happening with the men. When the men caught on, they're already prepared for it. You see what I'm saying? And so accidentally, two women bumped into each other. I mean, here's what I'm going to say about it. I've never really liked the whole court storming thing. I think it's dangerous. Um. I have seen you you're saying it doesn't happen with the men. It has in the past, but over the last five years or so, I think coaches are becoming way more aware of it. And just like tonight, what I was talking about, I mean, Cal's calling his team off the court before the game actually ends, um, which, you know, is a safety thing. And I get it, but at the same time, man, I mean, these are the these are the players that you know that are performing for your school and for the other school and I just think that something really needs to be done about it and everybody tells me well just make them pay more money you know 150,000 100,000 is not working make them pay more money I don't think money is the is the way to stop it I'm going to say something to you and Jason, you're going to, you're not going to agree with this, but I'm going to say something here 
if if you really want court storming to stop, if you and I'm not saying that you have to do this, but if you really want court storming to stop, there's one way to do it. And there's only one way to do it, if you ask me. And that is simply making the team that court storms forfeit the win. If you make them forfeit the win, that shit will stop. Plain and simple. If you take away the win from the team, they won't do that no more. Now, I'm not saying to you guys that that is exactly what needs to happen. But what I am saying is, is if you truly want it to stop, then all you have to do is take away the W. If you take away and make them forfeit the win, the fans won't do that no more. What do you think, Jason? You think they will? Now, listen, if if they do that, yes, nine times out of ten, you will see less <laughs> less people storming the court. I yep. can I can one thousand percent agree with you. That's the only that. way to do it. You know, if you say if you say, well, find them a million dollars. Well, some of these teams, I mean, Texas AM just paid what a hundred and $80 million or something to, to get rid of Jimbo Fisher or $80 million or something? Do you really think? Hey, in the in the day that they uh, fired him, they showed a $100 million, $180 million donation check yeah. to the school. Yeah. It's like, right. money is not the issue. Uh, money's not, money's not going to not. Gonna I will put it. it on the security. to uh, They need to be better. I, I mean, you have security at these games. Uh, yep. I would I would think security needs to be a whole lot better. I think that that's a safety issue. So you have to put it on the security. You're paying security uh, a whole lot of money to make sure everyone's safe, and I think they're just being a part of the game, being part of it. Instead of you know, let's wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let the, you know allow the kids to get off the court, or at least the visiting team to get to a safe space, protect them, and then allow the court storming to happen. You see what I'm saying? Let's guide the visiting team out. Let's lose yeah. them. Let's guide them out. That's what I would say. I would say that because you don't want to take away, you know what I'm saying, fanfare and, and having a chance to experience it because you only experience it every now and then. Think about this. When was the last time, and it's probably been a minute, that – Kentucky lost to South Carolina in South Carolina. You see what I'm saying? So it's not, and I'm, I'm not saying they never lost in South Carolina, but Kentucky is here. South Carolina is here. They're trying to get to a Kentucky stage. And so you have yeah, to let them listen. celebrate. That's all about Jason, college basketball. Tonight, tonight I'm going to be honest I, with you, Jason. They, they have beat us four of the last seven times. This is now three out of four times they beat us in South Carolina. And every time they storm the court. But why? Why do they need to storm the court tonight? Because I mean, it's big blue. Big blue. But they beat us four out of seven and three of the last four in Columbia. 
you think about it. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Let's not act like Big Blue is not getting all the shiny new toys year in and year. And I'm talking about players. Shiny new toys year in and year out. They're getting the top of the top. They're always talked about. And so in order to be a program. You've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm just I'm what, just Brad? saying at Brad, some point, Brad, Jason, you got to act right. like you've been but, there before. But, but Brad, they're not us. They're not us. That's that's saying. the thing. Like, if do you, you remember if when you, we was young? You to be at, if you want to be at the top, if they want to climb the ladder in the SEC, at some point they got to act like they've been there before. I mean, you're right. You're not saying nothing wrong. But what I'm saying is, it's just one thing we have to do. You got to take the emotions out of it and call it what it is. When we were young, we had the old people telling us the same thing. Act like you've been there before. You don't need to be doing this. You don't need to be doing that. You know I've saying? been told that all my life. And you know what I've done most of the time? I've acted like I've been there before. I'm Jay, just saying. He said, Jason, can you imagine security that you, you would need? Yes. If we go to any arena, there's people at the top. There's uh, people at the bottom. And, and exactly, you can protect the visiting team. You can rope around the visiting team to make sure that they don't have nothing happen. When they storm the court, when you play, it costs it. I mean, career. Josh, on top of an injury, I mean, there have been people who have been trampled to death in, in crowds. Like yeah, that. yeah. Not, not necessarily see, on a it, basketball court during storming, okay? It, it, like, it's, it's, it's just not basketball, though. It happens in football. But I'm just saying in crowds, there are times where people have been trampled to death. Yeah, but but not in a not in a court storming or a field storming, maybe a concert when they're running. Yeah. That yeah. but this is not the same thing. So what I'm saying is the schools are making millions of dollars. Okay. I seen the other day that uh, if it was a small school, then the big ups said one thing, but conference games, that's ridiculous. I can understand that. I can understand. But if you want crowd support, this is the thing that you have to do. But you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. Bottom line, you, you got to protect the, the visiting team. That's all I say. You got to protect the visiting team. You guys make all the right points. I get it. I'm, I'm with y'all on that. But in order, because one thing they're not going to they're not going to say, we're going to stop you course storm. Now, unfortunately, the young lady who uh, from Iowa who got hurt or fell, it brought more to light because she was running, trying to get out of there. She you was know? trying to get off the court. That's what okay, she was trying now, to do. Now, let's, let, let's, let's do this. Your, 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 your instincts kick in. When a crowd is running – they tell you, do not run away from the crowd. Stop. They tell you to stop. They tell you to stop and make sure. Your running, running, somebody's going to happen. Now, I'm not saying that in that heat of the moment that she even thought like that. But think about it. I think like that. Court Storm, let me make yeah. sure I don't bump nobody. I'm, I'm looking. I'm not even running because they're running. Now I'm protecting myself. I'm not going to run. You're talking about a girl who is about three weeks away from being from breaking the Division One all-time women's scoring record. No, wait, wait, wait. We, we can't say that. We can't say that. Now, we can't say that. Because it could be – see, and, and that's, my, that's my little bias with it. If it wasn't her, then we wouldn't be talking about it. 
Let's talk about it when it happens to someone else. It it's very unfortunate that I'm the not most saying it's right. I am not saying it's right. I'm yeah, not saying that, it's right, not one bit. But I'm not arguing the most polarizing he, he, he girl women's basketball player. Talking about yes. a girl who's probably going to be the number one all-time scorer in college basketball. Women's college I get basketball. that. I get that. It could have happened to the walk-on, and it wouldn't be a story. It wouldn't You're be a story. Right. They, they would talk especially, about it, especially if it was in the women's game. It wouldn't exactly. be a story. especially. It just so happened to be the young lady. Who is very polarizing? Everybody, everybody in the nation knows who this young lady is. See what I'm saying? But yeah, but you know, yeah. it's very unfortunate it happened. But if fans weren't on the court, she wouldn't have gotten hit. That is my point. I mean, yeah, but she also has to protect herself. And something like that's going on because I guarantee you that's not the first court storm that they've been a part of. That's not the first one. And it won't be the last. I don't think it happens a lot in the women's game. But I also don't think there's as many upsets in the women's game. But let me say this. Ohio State has been ranked. Last year, they were ranked in the top five, top ten. Like, Ohio State is a really, really good women's program. Like, that's what I'm, that's, at some point, you have to act like you've been there before. Well, you do know Utah did the same thing now. When Utah, Utah just got finished doing the same thing. We're not talking about, like, Western Kentucky beat Iowa. Utah just beat USC. Utah has been beating the top ranks. So that's what I'm saying. Utah, they had been doing it in Utah. No one got hurt. None of that. Utah, they who they be? They beat USC the other day. They they beaten a lot of top ranked teams. And yeah. you see what I'm saying? So it have it's just very, very unfortunate. Now watch this. It's always been a problem. We've always talked about it. And you guys are gonna feel the same way. And I feel the same way too. You gotta protect the players as well. You gotta be cautious. But unfortunately. The young lady who got hit, it just brought a huge light to it. A huge light. Because for I mean, one, it's a story, one, it's a story that I couldn't pass up. We had to talk about it because it's been a no, big no, story right. for the last two or three days. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. So, you know, I, I had to bring it up. Now, I this is also including Ohio State. And I'm bringing this up because I, for one, am gonna be on, on a high horse here. I don't like it. I don't think it should be happening. I don't think that um, it should be involved in college sports, period. And I for sure hate to see it with the highest ranked teams and, and, and having the impact that it's going to have on the college game. And this one, I'm talking about Ohio State, who... For five recruits in the transfer portal, they have landed for five recruits and they have paid over $13 million to get them to come to their school and transfer, including one from Ole Miss right there in your your alma mater, the running back that was all-world running back last year, okay? 
heard, including I, him. I I heard he was a problem. Heard well, he was a major major problem in in Oxford, uh, wanting certain things to happen. And sometimes, you know, Kevin made a uh, he made a tough decision. You let a guy who's my, probably gonna play on Sunday show. Is this pay for play in the NCAA is supposed to be illegal. Man, Brad, let, let now Brad, come on now, Brad. I don't give a shit what is actually going on. What Brad. I give a shit about is what is supposed to happen. You you tell me what's supposed to happen, Brad. I I just said it. It is supposed to be illegal. Okay, okay. Tell me why it's supposed to be illegal. Because. Because this is what I'm amateur saying. Amateur sports. We're not, not. This is not pros. Hey man, this. Hey, listen. For 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 decades, we've been saying this is not right. So let me tell you, it's an amateur sport, right? It's an amateur sport. So why it's do the? It's it's amateur sport. It's so not. Why do why do the? So so Are these dudes having to sign contracts? Oh, now they are. They're signing are endorsement they, deals. Are they they're, having to sign contracts? They're signing NIL deals. Yes, they're signing. Them. No, no, no. They're not signing. They're not having to sign any long term, like any any deals and any contracts. So you do know with contracts, there's wording in there where the contract can be void at any time. It can be I mean, void. You have you have it's, language it's, in contracts now, Brad. I am not against kids getting paid. So why are you saying why why are you so mad about the pay for play now? I am not mad at kids getting paid. They're supposed okay. to go to the school and do good and get and get money. But what's not supposed to happen is that other schools call you and say, hey, we can do better. Well, they were in the not transfer cool. portal. They, they were in the transfer portals, though, already. Come on now. You believe that? You believe all that happened before they hit the transfer portal? No, no, because I have inside information that okay. I know. You know, I have a very good friend whose son is a very good basketball player right now, and he's being called by other schools saying, hey, if he comes back to school, X, Y, Z. And so I do know that. So that, But that is the nature of the game. No, that's the it's not, Jason. That is, that's what has – has gotten teams like SMU. That's what got them damn near destroyed with their now football program. That's what got Kentucky banned in the late 80s. That's what's gotten that's what's gotten all kinds of probation and postseason bans. That's that's never been a part of the game. Not not fairly. I mean, it has happened, but every time that it has happened. And 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 somebody got caught doing it. There was punishment. Okay, I understandable, but it's kind of man. This now watch this. This is what I have a problem with. Now, now let's just be this. This is what I have a problem with. How can I, you, and whoever go out and play the game that we love, right? But we can't take our parents out to eat when they come see us. We can't even, we got to call home. Now, watch this, Brad. Watch this, Brad. You tell me what, what is this? If I get up at six to run, if I go to uh, workouts, 
after breakfast, so I have I have I, oh I run breakfast lift and then I work out. Right, I've done all these things before a regular college student has gotten out the bed, and then I go to my first class. I get up, run on the track. I go Video eat Jesus. breakfast. Read, read that. I, you just think programs we get sanctioned over fast food dinner. Now we have this. I mean, we get sanctions. Now they won't get it over there now because they can just pay for them. Um, what I'm saying is, He's if saying I'm doing all this, all on, Brad, but but I'm doing all of this. I am getting up at six to run. Then I gotta go eat breakfast. Then I gotta go to the weight room. Then I gotta go have individual workouts. And after that, I gotta go to class. I gotta go to class, same amount of hours. Then when I get out of class, I gotta practice. Then when I gotta practice, I gotta study hall. Then I gotta do it all over again. Then I have to. I have to. I have to play in the game. Hold. On. I gotta leave the day before the game. I gotta fly out. Then we gotta play the game. Then after the game, I gotta fly back. And no matter what time I get back, I'm asked to get up and go to class. When a regular student can miss a class and still pass a class, but I'm in class each and every day. I am working more than the average student. And so I should be treated as such. Okay. Okay. But watch this. Oh, watch, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Brad, hold on. One, one last point. It's getting paid now, Brad for is my coach. Wrong. Brad is my coach. I win games. Brad take care of his family because we're winning games. Brad gets a $2 million raise, right? You know what he does with his players? He invites them over and cooks them dinner. A dinner that probably was catered by a booster, right? I don't have to spend any money. Brad lives in a house where he doesn't pay any rent or anything. He has a house. He has a car, right? He has a radio budget. He has gear, right? He has all these paid things that he's doing while we're doing most of the work. And all you give us is a check a month that all we can do is just buy something to eat and just barely live? No, that's but very that's not, unfair. You are talking about the way it is when way it was when you were in school. That's not the way it is now. What, what, how is it not? Because these players get NIL deals and they're making money. Most of them's making $100,000 or more. So what I am saying is if they had been doing this, it wouldn't be a problem because right now it would be regulated. It would be regulated. The problem now, is you – know, what, what, what I am talking about here, Jason, is that we actually have players that are at a school, okay? They are – enrolled playing at a at at a school and you have 12 teams that keep calling them and saying you should come here you should come here we can pay you more we can pay you more that's bullshit and wrong and it should not be happening in the game i mean it shouldn't be you're right but it's gonna happen and something needs done and and i'm I, i'm gonna put this on the screen because fsu just got in some trouble and for, in, for shady NIL deals, and they are investigating Jason Rashada and Florida with that $13 million deal that fell through last year. And I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit if it's Ohio State, the, the Ohio State or not. With what's going on, I think they should be busted too. Nah, I mean... 
you got to look at it, man. These numbers are these numbers. I mean, it's it's been going, man. Listen, with the then I didn't even say the TV money revenue sharing. It's like you got to give a kid what, what they're giving the kids, man. They're throwing around. They've been throwing it around, though, Brad. There are there are quarterbacks in college that are making more than the quarterbacks who are starting in the NFL. Well, there's only one. There's only a few of them that's doing that. Let's just be real now, Brad. It's only a few of them. Every quarterback who's a quarterback who who's been in a contract year has gotten paid. The only there one are that- quarterbacks in college, and I'm not talking about there are starting quarterbacks that's only making six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars, and there are starting quarterbacks in college that are making two, three million dollars. Who? Who? Purdy? That's it. Everybody else is paid. We talking about one quarterback, Brad. <laughs> you talking about Purdy over there in uh, San Francisco. And guess what? He's about to get paid. <laughs> it won't be like that no more. Now, if you said they're making more money than the – There was a bunch of them this year because there was a bunch of quarterbacks that got hurt. Yeah, yeah. And so they were backups playing and, and yeah. starting in, but, in games this year. But but that's what I'm saying, though, Brad. It's, it, 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 it just come. The NCAA did this for so long, they could have gotten it right. This is what I think they should do. But it doesn't make a difference. You have to adjust what's going on now, and you have to make something right right now. You can't just let it be the wild fucking West. Hey, that's what they did. Now, let's go back, Brad. You remember the Fab Five? The Fab Five, right? The Fab Five. We heard about that story, right? You heard about that story. The Fab Five. Freshman in college. Jerry Carter. The Packers should have been fast, and you know it. Hey, hey, the Fab Five (laughs) were, were rock stars and broke. They're making money off of Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, Jimmy. They're years making, ago. But but that's what I'm saying. They saw it back then. You're this talking thing. about 30 years ago with the Fab Five. But I'm talking about what could have been done when you have a team that's making the institution that much money. Like, we get – oh, Brad, tell me the average weekend draw when Kentucky football is real good. What is it like in the weekend up there for Kentucky football? Is everything not packed? Is the well, economy yeah. not boosting? Well, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if your football team is good and every Saturday or whenever you it play. It doesn't mean that you should be able to buy players. Brad, it's the rules now. It's, no, we got it's to not. Change. The actual rules, Jason, is, is pay for play is illegal. That's the rule. That's not the rules now. That's not yes, the rules. It is. Who Look said it pay for play? That's the rules. They make it legal with NIL. They have no, a collective. Sir. You know what NIL happens? NIL was never meant to be pay for play. Pay for play is still listed as illegal. And so you change the wording and say it's NIL deal. Name, image, and likeness. Guess what? You have tons of boosters. You know this. You know this. You have tons but of boosters cannot, who are pouring you money. Call other programs and other schools and be like, hey, you need to come here. We can outdo them. We can do this. We can pay that. That crap has got to stop. 
it's going to kill college sports. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. If you don't stop it, Jason, in 10 years, we won't have, we won't have the college sports like we've known it. We will have six, we will have 16 teams that's left that are just that are just paying everybody, and that's where everybody goes. And then we'll have like Division Two and NAIA and stuff, and that's what we'll have. Yeah, I mean, think if about you it, don't man. stop it, what we'll have is about sixteen teams. Is what we'll have. Well, this is what I was told by a college basketball coach. He has dreams of getting into the Power Five schools. Right? He's at a school right now in which he said, and I quote, "Yeah, they'll pay for the player." But if the player doesn't pan out, they're looking at you for your job. So you really you're reluctant to pay. If you go get FSU just hit violations, Florida is now uh looks like they're gonna be hit with violations for pay for play. I'm telling you, it's not it's 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 a major, major problem. The NIL deals alone is not the problem, it's the pay for play. That's the problem. So the NID, some NIL, I'm going to tell you about an NIL deal that I know about. It's at a school, right? They're collecting. I'm talking about a basketball. Basketball, their NIL deal is 100000 and a car. That's their NIL deal. So are you cool with that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. So what's the difference in paying for play? Because if, 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 if you have a star, okay, if you Jason, have a star, so that 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 school's NIL deal is a hundred thousand plus a car. Okay, well then let's say the 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 next tier up conference, some team calls them and says, "Hey, we can do a hundred fifty thousand w- with a car." And then and then you go to a Power Five conference, and they and 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 they get in a bidding war, and, and they say, "Well, I can do three hundred. I can do four hundred. I can do a million. I mean, that is pay for play. That's what pay for play is. So, Brad, that's been going on for centuries. I ain't going to say centuries, decades. That's been going on for decades. And Jason, when, when people got caught, there was major, major penalties. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm glad you brought that up. So, let me ask you a um, question. So, why did we take Reggie Bush's Heisman uh, Trophy away then? Because it was a penalty for his his mother getting a house from USC. Oh, but it was what it wasn't even. Think about it. He didn't take any money. He took. I know he didn't. He didn't, a house. I mean, a house was had. It wasn't proven that he took any money, no. But his mother got a house and I think a job, I think. It was a house because the house that they were living in had messed up and someone had a house for him. Reggie Bush falls victim because his mother did something. We penalized the kid for that, right? And so if you're going to take something, I'm out, if, if my thing is, you know it too, if you're going to punish me for something, I should have taken something. If you're going to punish me like I took something, you should have... I should have taken something, period. But then you reverse it and allow things like this to happen. These kids are getting, and this is what I think should happen. I, mean, I think Bush, 
all that happened to him because they done something that wasn't legal. That's that's exactly what it was. But Brad, if someone lets you stay in a house, that's not illegal. Rent free, pay pay it for you and everything else. For a college kid, yes, it was illegal. Yes, it's in the rules. It was Reggie illegal. Bush. Reggie Bush stayed on campus. It was illegal. Reggie Bush stayed on campus. It doesn't matter. That was, I mean, your family can't get benefits either. You know that. Your when you was in school and in college, your family couldn't get benefits. So now, Brad, what they're doing, if your team, if you if you make the NCAA tournament, right, they're allowing your families to fly to you free with room and board, with a room and a plane ticket. They're uh, football games too. They're flying the parents in. What I'm saying is, compared to what we're seeing right now, Reggie Bush, but again, Jason, you were talking about something that happened in 2004 and 2005. But I'm talking about stuff that's been going on since 1980, 1990, 2000. So watch this. Do you think the Miami Hurricanes, when they had their run, they weren't paying their players to stay in town? Paying their players? they got in trouble. And Miami Hurricanes got in trouble and was on probation for like two or three times. So you not think Florida State was paying their players back then? You don't I, think I'm Alabama, pretty, you don't I'm think Alabama's sure, paying, sure you don't think State Alabama, it's, it's, it, it, hey, you know what they say, it ain't cheating unless you're trying. So you think that everybody, all these teams, that it should be okay, you think all these teams should just try their best to cheat as much as possible? I'm not saying try their best to cheat, but I'm like, what I'm saying is, it's kind of like, how can I put it to make it sound even more better for you? What I'm saying to you is, is there has to be somebody that's coming along. And I am very glad to see that, that they are putting penalties on teams like Florida state, Florida, probably. And I hope they hit 10, 12, 15, 20 more of these teams that are doing this. That should not happen. I don't care at all. I actually hope, that the players make money. I, I just don't. I, 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 just, I just don't see. Uh, and you know what? Calipari said the same thing. Calipari, and I heard, and you probably heard this too. You heard Demarcus Cousins say this. Coach Cal said the realest thing to him. Watch this. And he I know said, what he, he said to him. "You know what he said, right? He told him he if to you want to stay, you're gonna help Me. take care of my family." Unfortunately, yeah. Brad, this is all some kids have. You see what I'm saying? And I think the NCAA tried to keep – now you're keeping more players in school. Yeah, but now, now Grayson, you want to go pro? when you were in school, you're saying – I mean, it wasn't right. When you were in school and these kids couldn't get nothing and 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 90% of these kids are never going to play pro, pro sport, sports anywhere. And you know what they did? You know what they did? They gambled all night. 
They would uh, do things to try to make money because. But that they, wasn't they, that wasn't right. But that's not what's happening in today's game. But th but that's what I'm under, that's what I'm saying. If if they would have come up with a solution, I, that's the reason if, why you see these people applying for a sixth year and a seventh year and an eighth year and a ninth because year because they're making money in college exactly. that they're not going to make once they leave. A hundred percent. That's why you're seeing all these people apply so, for so, it. So if you would have the other day if, in Miami applied for a ninth year of college, I mean, it's, you know, that's just ridiculous. But if, if, if now watch this, watch this. I went to, you know, what school I went to, I'm not going to say the name. I'm just going to let you try to figure it out. I went to school and star football player had two cars. He would drive one car and his buddy would drive the car behind him. Not going to say his name anything. I know he wouldn't. We know how he was getting the stuff. Like certain people were being taken care of. I was introduced to people. Hey, you might want to meet this guy. Me, I just didn't like talking to people like that. It happened. All, there was all kinds of stuff that, that stuff but, like but that. But what I'm saying happened. is if, if there, there's no reason for a guy who is playing any sport at a high level not to be compensated when these coaches are getting way more money. Like I can sit here and hurt my knee. You know what they'll do? You know what? We'll make sure you get education. They could cut me. They started doing scholarship year to year. You remember back in the day, it was a four year deal. Yeah. It was a four year deal. It was I signed scholarship. You built four years, five years if you need it. Then they took that away. In year, year, you had to prove yeah, yourself. Now they're, now, now they're giving people fifth year, sixth year, seventh yes, year, they, eighth could, year. Could, you imagine, year. could you imagine back then if they allowed a graduate, a grad transfer? You mean to tell me I could have graduated and then left to go to another school? They kept changing the rules and then it snowballed into this. It was an NCAA mess up. Like if we want to blame I mean, someone, Jason, I'm not arguing that. I, don't know. I mean, they, I'm just they telling you, that's where we at. I'm just telling you, that's how we came to this. That's how I mean, we I'm came. I'm not to arguing this. that. The NCAA is trash and has always is always been messing up and and not ahead of the game. So if you're making billions of dollars, and I, I, and you guys might agree with me on this one, I think you should have made them a guys a trust. Anybody who stayed four years, they got a trust set up for them. They can start them on their way. You play your four years for your school, you graduate, here's X amount of dollars. You, you, you've earned this. Put the money up in a trust. So you graduate, that's what you get. So that way, you got people staying in school. And you, yeah. It don't even have to be 40, 50,000. I mean, so I got some guys here with me. I got Josh and Jerry, and they're kind of commenting on all this. I knew that we, me and Jason could have a good um, back and forth with this because here's the difference between me and Jason. Jason views this as a player because Jason was a player. Okay. And, and he, he views all this as a player. He, and a player who didn't get nothing when he was in school. Okay. And Jason views this as a player. I view this more as a coach, more as administration and more on the coach level and what's right and wrong and Jason says, I'm a player. I just want to get mine. That's what Jason says. And, like, yeah. and I, I'm telling you, I know how you feel. I really do. But I know but, how but you Brad, feel. But, Brett, if, if you're viewing it as a coach, if you're viewing it as a coach, right, 
a co-signs a contract, they come along and another another school offers them a job, they take more money and leave. It doesn't happen very much in basketball. But but it happens. It happens. You you get these coaches at, at the big, you know, at the at the better schools, they stay for a long time, most of the time. You know, Brad, thank you. And why do they stay? Because they're well compensated. But I mean, even like Memphis, they keep a coach for 10 years most of the time. Well compensated. Their package. Brad, what was Nick Saban making? 11 million? Oh. But he only won six titles. Brad, I get that. So you mean, mean to tell on. me he's making 11 million? So his players can't get $1,000? A week, they they for the last four years they've been getting a lot more than that. I'm just saying. Period. Think about it. Anybody, especially and especially in football, especially in football. I mean, Bob Stoops stayed at Oklahoma like 18 years. I mean, I wonder um, why. Bob Bobby Bowden stayed at Florida State for 30-some years. I wonder um, why. Joe Pa stayed at Penn State for 40 years. I wonder why. <laughs> you know I mean, they did? I'm just saying, most hey, hey. of these schools that, that you know, coaches don't jump around quite like fans and players and stuff really want you to, to, to see. But what I'm saying, Brad, is, this, this this is what I'm saying too, Brad. Looking from a, a I'm gonna look at it from a from a booster standpoint. And we know what happened to Joe Pye. We ain't gonna talk about Joe Pye. But Florida State, this is what happened. A big time recruit come in town. I'm the head coach. You the booster. Oh, okay. I walk away from you. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know what y'all talking about. That that was that's what I'm saying has been going on. Hey. They need to be taken care of. Let's take care of it. That kind of that's why they could stay and Jason. They are being taken care of now. The players, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about back then. Yeah. Yeah. Back then. The players that's why these coaches stay. Think about it. Nowadays, for a coach to say to someone 30 years is unheard of. It's unheard of. For there, a coach to say someone 30 years. There you go, Jason. We'll, we'll try to get you one at UK and NIL deal for you. Oh man, it's over for me. It's over for me. I, I you 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 always want to leave somewhere better. So when I go back to Oxford and see all that stuff, I'd be like, I'm happy for the next generation. But I just had to throw that out there. Jason's a really cool kid, cool cat. I like I like him a lot. But I knew that we could have a good back and forth if I brought this one up. So especially with Jason on tonight, I was like, okay, I gotta bring that one up because I know it'll be a good one. <laughs> so that was part of the reason why I brought that one up. All right, we're going to end the show with our good, the bad, and the ugly. So um, tonight we can go back to last week. Um, we'll start with the good. What do you say is the good in college sports for the last week? <laughs> like we've been saying, the good. A lot of parity going on. A lot of good basketball is being played. You know, a lot of teams are being upset, but that's what college basketball is all about. 
you know, David versus Goliath. Uh, um, just in general, just that, man. So in a college game, college basketball, the good is a lot of teams are playing I'm well. Good. My good is going to be that the NCAA finally cleared Zavodomir Ivicius. Ivicius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big Z. I'm going to say that that was the good. I, his game on Saturday and and the way he got to play at home and hitting the four threes, the behind-the-back pass, it really was a sight to see. I was so happy for him and his family. His family has been through a lot trying to get him here and to get him eligible for over five months. It was insane that they were sitting on it like they were. Um, but I was very happy to see that he got a moment. Hopefully, um, we can make that into something more than just the moment, but the moment was pretty special. So I'm going to say that. All right. What was, what was your bad for the past week? Um, the bad. You talking about college sports? College sports. Yep. The bad. Uh, man, DePaul. DePaul was real bad. Three and fifteen ain't enough firing their coach. They fired uh, their coach. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think that DePaul is gonna I think when they could have hired John Shire from Duke, they should have did it. But they let Duke uh let him be the coach and waiting. Uh, I think they were a little afraid to uh pull the trigger on him. Uh, I think that they should have got someone young in there, vibrant, who uh, could uh, energize their program. But, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, they fired their coach this week. Uh, actually, yesterday, maybe, something like that. I can't remember. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they've, been, they've been bad. Speaking of that, um, I mean, and we could, you could almost say this every week, but, I mean, Louisville – um, with, with any pain, I mean, gosh, I just don't know how, but he took over a bad program and he, you can't say no to your alma mater. He went nope. to Louisville. You see yeah, what I'm I mean, so just kind of like Patty Ewan was like, you, you gotta say yes. And you gotta hope that you could turn things around. You know, but it's, it's just, it's not a good situation at all. And no, but it's a three year, it's a three year situation. It's gonna take three years though, two to three years to rebuild. It's gonna take two three years. Do you think he gets it? This is just his second season. Well, it, think about it. He took over last year, like right before the season started. So he yeah. didn't he couldn't do nothing. Then he has a he, he got a chance to recruit and see what he can get. Can't get certain things. So now he has to me, he has to rebuild through the but transfer. Do you think he actually gets that? I'm not so sure that he gets another year. He gonna get one more year. He gonna get because that's gonna be officially two years. The first yeah. year doesn't count because he took over so right. late. Yeah, the first yeah. year was a wash. This year, next year, if he starts out bad, he is he is over. Yeah, I, I think. All right, what's your ugly for the last the, week in college? The ugly, the ugly last week. Ole Miss on the road. <laughs> Ole Miss on the road. Losses to LSU and Auburn. Bad losses on the road, man. My refs has got to find a way to bottle up how they play in um, at home and, and and take it on the road. They look they look good at times, but then they look real ugly at times. 
My old Miss Reds has got to look better on the road. We got to get to 500 on the road. Well, in that it in that same token, Kentucky looked pretty ugly tonight. I have to say, I have to be honest with you. And yeah. again, it's on the road, and um, you know, us Kentucky fans are kind of catching the hype train just a little bit. Kentucky seems to be a lot better than they have been, but at the same time, um, there's some defensive issues going on with this team uh, and the offense had been clicking all through most of every one of these games. Um, they had averaged 91.6, the highest um, average in the country uh, points scored in the country before tonight. And they score 62 points and just don't look good. So I thought it was pretty ugly tonight, I have to say. Hopefully, they can get that fixed. Yeah. All right, guys. So, as far as I know, right now, we will be on Thursday night, um, which is the 25th. And we will do our college sportscast game day pick them at 8 o'clock. And I appreciate y'all being with me tonight. And Jason, thanks for hanging with me tonight, man. I appreciate it. And we will come in and do our game day pickums. We could do this on Friday night. We had been doing them on Friday the last two night or last two weeks. Seems to work a little better in college basketball since the football season's over with, mm-hmm. because the spreads come out for the Saturday games on Friday afternoon. So we may switch this up and do it Friday instead of Thursday. Let me but know. I'm, now, I might be able to do that. That might be good for me if I'm just what, in the Friday? house. It depends. Just let me know. I don't know. You hadn't decided if I'm going to go to any Fridays? On Friday. If I'm not decided, if I don't go to any high school games, uh, yeah. when the, any high school game. But, yeah, that, that should be – I might be able to do that. Okay, man. All right. All right. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>